This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the March 14th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down some Tuesday stuff, preview some Wednesday injuries. But we got to talk a little NCAA first before we bring Tommy on in a second. As you guys know, it's it's March Madness season. The brackets are underway with the, the playing games last night. Um, yeah, so NCAA March Madness, and it's time to win your bracket, right? Uh, so what we're doing, we have a new partner this year, TeamRankings.com. They use cutting-edge analytics and really the stuff that fantasy players love. We love the more data. Data is a good thing. Um, they do ready-to-play brackets that give you the best chance to win, win your NCAA pool. And again, strictly numbers, no hot takes from experts on TV and all that. So this year, you get your bracket picks from the pros. Go to TeamRankings.com slash RotoWorld to learn more. And for special discounts, again, TeamRankings.com slash RotoWorld. You pumped for NCAA? Tommy, what's up, man? Uh, yes, uh, always excited. First of all, everyone should know that that was his first read. So props to Mike for 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 nailing it as a seasoned professional. One take, um, dog. One take, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, March Man is always a fun, exciting time. Um, kind of, I uh, was a big college hoops fan even before I was an NCAA NBA fan. Uh, my dad was a is a big college guy, so um, one of my first memories was him waking me up to watch Kenny Anderson and Georgia Tech um, make a run in the second half. I don't know, whatever year that was, the, the one year Kenny the Jet went to, um, played at Georgia Tech. My dad went to the same high school as Kenny Anderson, actually. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, NCAA time is always fun. Um, this Nowadays, it's more of a, I get more of enjoyment just watching the guys that are potentially going to come into the league, the DeAndre Aytons, the, the Trey Youngs, um, watching those guys uh, as they get you know as they get uh, ready for the draft is uh, always always interesting. Yeah, same. And then always like trying to sneak out of school for lunch break as long as you yeah. can to like how many you're like a senior or junior you could actually leave school. Um, yep. That was definitely a thing. Um, I, can't, I can't imagine now because you and I are older and like. We had like Nokia phones when we were like, like we had phones that were not nearly as capable as they are now. Like not at can, all. Like what, what's um the TV commercial where the guy has like his phone hidden in a book and like on someone's back in someone's chair. Like you could totally watch games if you were smart about it. Yeah, like, like they have like the the games like inside their their glasses and like looks like they're just chilling with the, like. Sunglasses. <laughs> Definitely, that was not an option. I had the we had the radio. Listen to the radio. Try to get an update. You know, down the 2020. That that's about it. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. So we have a lot to talk about. Uh, insanely busy Tuesday yesterday. Uh, we had kind of like an all hands on deck for blurbs yesterday. So we all got to kind of check it out. But uh, I do want to preview Wednesday first because there's a lot going on. And I know for you guys who listen to DFS, but we'll get you guys straightened up because. For a four-game night, there are a ridiculous amount of injuries because the two number two seeds, they have quite the injury report, and it's not like they're impactful players. 
Uh, we'll start with the Warriors first, and really the big news yesterday, um, which, which I, I called. I was like, the Warriors are going to shut Curry down, and then he's out until March 20th. So that is a devastating blow if you have him for your fantasy playoffs right now. Um, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You just got to put him on your bench and hope you can squeak by this week. Yeah, I mean, there's not even, you know, it's not one of those situations where you draft a handcuff and you plug him in. This is just a, as you said, it's a brutal blow for, for those guys that, you know, I guess, you know, the, the upside is Curry helped carry you to the playoffs. Now you just got to hope you can um, get through without him. Yep, and like you said, there's really nobody. Let's actually round out these injuries. Um, so Clay's questionable. It sounds like he has a decent chance to play. Um, Draymond's out. That was a surprise. Uh, Pat McCall and West are still out. Uh, but then on the other side of things, Jordan Bell and Iguodala are probable. They're probably coming back tonight. So, I mean, if you're looking at the waiver wire, who are you looking at here? I think the number one guy is up right off the bat. I'll take Iguodala. Um yeah, I mean, he was playing really, really well before that wrist injury. So he's the guy I would grab if I wanted to stream somebody today or use him in DFS too. Obviously, that's contingent upon hearing that, like, he's good to go, no restrictions. But even if, like, it's for a stream, I'm still down. Right. Um, you know, I think you definitely get, um, you know, more so for a stream maybe than DFS. But I, I guess it depends. I mean, the good thing is you're probably looking at a high floor of minutes. Um, which should get you some rebounds, hopefully some blocks and some steals. That's probably what it's going to come down to. Um, Iggy, as we know, is not going to be a high-volume shooter or scorer. So, um, you know, you're going to need him to contribute in other areas to, to kind of make it worth your while. Yep. Um, and then, you know who's been playing really well? Javon McGee. Yep. Um, yep. He's been, like, blocking really well, high high efficiency. Uh, I, I picked him up in a couple. I'm streaming him today. Uh, they're, they're real thin. I mean, no West, no Dre. Bell's not. Bell's gonna have a minute cap. We, not official, but like, there's no way he's playing 35 minutes. Um, and then with Dre out, they have to play Looney at the four as well. So yep. he probably. I think McGee may get a season high minutes tonight. I could see that. Yep, that's a, that's a safe bet. Whatever the over under is, I'll take the over in yeah. terms of his. Um, do you want any Quinn Cook? I mean, there's so if like say Clay's out, and we know Quinn Cook's not shooting the ball at all, but like he's gonna have to. Like they're gonna need another ball handler. Or Kevin Durant can't have uh, a fifty usage rate the whole. Well, I guess he can actually. Well, it's still a possibility. Yeah, we'll get to Katie in a second, but I, I'm I'm down. Like I think I I take a flyer. Yeah, like if if you're out of those two guys and you need maybe a little assist, a steal. Like I think he could be good for twelve points. A steal or two, a, a three or two, like that's fine. I'm down yep. with that. It's a good stream. Uh, yeah, on a four game night, like it's probably a top ten streamer for a competitive league. Um, so KD, uh, he's ridiculous right now. Um, just want to talk about him really fast. Um, and we know he's been dropping like 38 a game in the last three, but uh, I dissected it a little bit further yesterday. So the fourth quarter, he's played 23 minutes. He scored 29 points in the last three. So over point a minute, um, 47 usage rate, 70 true shooting. Um, for DFS, he's scoring 1.74 DFS points per minute. Um, so like wow. he's just cleaning up so late. Um, yeah, and like again, he's such chalk, man. Just play Kevin Durant like all day, every day. Yep. Just next four games, don't don't even hesitate. Yeah. Um. Anybody? Anybody else? Like. Nah, I think KD's. Got, I mean, other than KD, it's 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 slim pickings, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be other guys that are are going to be valuable though. Like, could, could, would you dare play? Like, if they say we'll play Jordan Bell 24 minutes, would you plug him in? 
Uh, I'd be hesitant to. I, yeah. I mean, listen, a four-game slate, you, you, you know, you, you, you take what you can get. But I would be – I'd really have to, to, you know, understand that the limitations are there. Does it, even, they, even if they say he's playing 24, that's assuming he doesn't have a setback in the first quarter or warm-ups or something like that. It's a risky play, in my yeah, opinion. Nick Young banged up a little bit, so he's risky too, but he'll play. See, even if he, if he was healthy, you could guarantee me he'd play 24 minutes. I might roll the dice on him and yeah. hope that knocks down 6-3, something like that. Yeah. Livingston too, I guess he's on the board. Yep. I'd rather play Cook, I think, than Liv- because we know Livingston has a little bit of a minute cap. They yep. don't like to unleash him. Um, so the other, anything else? No, just it's, it's Livingston such an unattractive, you know, ceiling on, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, terrible per minute. Um, okay, so the Boston Celtics also banged up. Um, Kyrie's knee is fine, but he's out today. Marcus Smart getting a second opinion tomorrow with the hand injury again, different kind of injury. Uh, and poor Thice, Daniel Thice, he's been really good. He's out. Um, and Jalen Brown as well. So you're talking. I mean, Dice was consistently getting minutes. It's like half the rotation. Al Horford's questionable, but sounds like he's going to play. Um, he was out Sunday with an illness, so hopefully he's better after a few days. But um, where are we at here? I mean, e- easily it's Terry Rozier. Like Ro- that, Rozier's yeah. the man, right? You know, he's gonna, yeah. he's he's locked and loaded for a huge night. Yeah, you, he has to, even if Kyrie comes back good with Marcus yep. Smart going down, like you're. Trusting Terry Rozier in a big way. Uh, yep. I'm also trusting to a degree. Like, I think I'd rather stream Shane Larkin over Quinn Cook if I'm if I'm sitting there. Agreed. I think he'll get minutes. Uh, again, they're so so thin. Losing Brown in those small. Um, basically, they lost their two shooting guards with yep. Smart, who plays a lot of shooting guard too. So, I wonder if Abdul Nader is going to get some minutes. Yeah, too. that's what I think. That's, I think it's either him or Kadeem Allen. It's going to be one of those right. two guys that'll round out. So I think it'll be Nader, especially because last time we saw Allen play was when Larkin wasn't healthy either. Right. So they needed him out there for that. But um, now that they have Larkin, I think they won't really need him. But you really can't trust either Allen or Nader. <clears throat> especially Jonas. Kidding. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so front court wise, I mean, anybody you want to dig in on here? I mean, they're, they're losing dice is big. That is. I mean, he was he was a guy that that Stevens leaned on, you know, pretty consistently. Um, so it's you know you, you're looking at you you're basically rolling the dice. I, I guess we'll have a better feel after tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's again this is another another situation where it's tough to to kind of invest too heavily in any one particular guy. I'm not Marcus Morris at all. I'm not a Marcus Morris guy. But like, the, there are opportunities there for him now. Definitely. So. Um, it, you know, if they can play before, you know. Uh, I guess you could roll the dice on Monroe. Obviously, if, if Horford, depending on Horford's availability, but if Horford's out, um, you know he cause he's a guy that can put up 18 points in 20 minutes. You know, something like that. And um, yeah, because I mean, with Morris, they're going to play Tatum at they played Tatum at the four a lot, but now with yep. Brown gone, that's more likely they're going to play him straight three or or whoever you consider Morris and Tatum. Like they're going to play that duo together more. Yep. So that looks pretty good there. But yeah, point being is like. Scary Terry time. Um, other stuff. So Wade and Whiteside sounds like they're out again, and we saw this team they put up. A, I, I don't know. The Blazers got them pretty good, but you know, it was eh, never mind. The first quarter they never really came back. But um, Justice Winslow has kind of been a hot topic. Like we don't really have a, a, a good pulse for how he's been, but he keeps playing really, really well. And these injuries are huge for him. So um, yeah, he looks ready to go. Um, Josh Richardson had a bad game of foul trouble. Um, Bam has somehow shot one of ten from the field. 
the other day. Like that's crazy to me. But encouraging usage, encouraging defense, and all that stuff was pretty good. Like, do you have anybody that you think you like more than somebody else? I, 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 I've used Olinick in, in past games when Whiteside's been out. Um, and he's kind of served me well in DFS purposes. Um, you know, he can kind of he'll get those well-rounded stats. Um, Bam's a bit more of a roll of the dice. Um, but certainly has a high floor. I'd be shocked. Obviously, he won't shoot anywhere close to one for ten. But um, you know, if if he can, you know, put up, a, you know, be relatively efficient on the offensive end, he'll give you some rebounds, a couple blocks. Um, so there's, there's, you know, those two guys are, are two guys that I definitely would consider, um, you know, based on price tag. Yeah, I, I really pimped Olenek on Sunday. Uh, yep. I was saying like, yeah, he's in that class of like must own, must start. Like, yep. yeah, he's. But after that, Winslow's creeping up there, man. Like he's been so so good for so so long, but after he was so bad for so long earlier, like it's we still don't trust him inherently. It's the thing, like he just it's difficult to trust him based on the way he played, you know, over that stretch. Um, but you're right, uh, the last few games he's 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 put up great numbers. Yeah, if Whiteside and Wade are out again, like it's Winslow City. Even Ellington's another winner too. I'd consider him, especially if he's won threes. Yep, should be pretty good. Um, John Wall's getting closer. Like I said on Sunday, this is probably your last Sadoransky week. So um, enjoy the ride, yep. and then get ready to, once you hear Wall as a target date, plan accordingly. Um, but Beal will be fine. Marcus, uh, Markeith Morris, excuse me, will take a hit, so on. Yep. Uh, Scal's questionable, and then Gordon's questionable. I have both those guys in my matchup with Matt Strope, so uh, I, I'm hoping that at least one of them plays. But Scal- and I also need uh, the IR spot. So like, if Gordon plays, I have to take him off IR. And if Scal doesn't play, hopefully ESPN puts an out tag on him, so I can put him in my IR. And that way, I don't have to cut McGee, uh, who I'm streaming tonight. But if I had yep. to get Gordon in there, I'd, I'd have to say, uh, "Peace, Shaq and a fool. I'll drop you." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else you want to hit on um, to preview this thing? I mean, we pretty much. We saw the Lakers play last night. Great game against them. We're going to talk about it. We'll kick that off, we think. Actually, um, Brandon Jennings really fast. You buying that one? I mean, he had a great game uh, to, to start it. Four with a triple-double. 16-12-8. I'm, I'm not buying. Listen, if, you know, if, you, if you're in a deep league and he's still out there, it's certainly a guy to take a look at. But in terms of will he ever post I What did he finish? 12-8 and, you know. 16, yeah. He might not match any of those stats in any one category for the rest of the season, let alone, you know, come close to posting those numbers. Oh, I agree. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, in that respect. Maybe you know, scoring. The, I could see him dropping 20. I could, he could have a, have a good scoring night. But, you know, Bledsoe was in foul trouble. It was a blowout. It was just a, a kind of a perfect storm for him to, to, to take advantage well, of. Well, he actually didn't produce in garbage time. Uh, he made like he made his money when Bledsoe got in the foul trouble like early. Right, right. Like I think right. he only had like two points in the fourth or something. Like two points on like two assists, whatever it was. It wasn't a garbage time special, but like right. so right. dialing it back to like um, Larkin and Cook, I'd rather have Jennings like easily. Yes, among those guys, yes. Yeah, but I I assume if if you know in those he's probably scooped up. But yeah, for sure, he's owned everywhere in my in mine. Um, but yeah, he looks, I mean, they have, there's minutes there. I mean, Sterling Brown's playing, you know, right. Like if Jennings plays well, he'll get 25, 26. So, uh, okay. So let's go over some of the games. Uh, I do, let's start with the Lakers game just cause I know they're playing tonight. Man, that's just a fun one. Uh, my boy Jamal Murray got the boot treatment. 
Um, and then there's a great picture on the internet of Isaiah who shook off Jokic. And like, he gave him the yeah, he gave him this little look like, ah, I got you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the Lakers are fun, man. I, I enjoy watching the Lakers a lot. Um, Rand- Randall's playing lights out. Kuzma uh, rolled his ankle but still balled out. Uh, they put up a pair of 26 and 13s, those two. Um, Lopez has been good. Ball, struggling shooting, but such a great stat filler. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, they are. I mean, surprisingly, they, they've been playing really well. I wrote a little bit about Randall in my piece today. Um, actually, it, it, I was I was surprised to see 15 straight games. He's had at least 12 points and shot 50% or better from the floor. Um, it's the longest streak in the it's such streak in the NBA this season um, and the longest streak. Uh, it, it, in fact, dating back to December of 2012 when Blake Griffin had a 16-game streak. Um, it's the longest streak by a Laker. Um, uh, since uh, Shaquille O'Neal, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, like, it has yeah. to be Shaq. Um, over that 15-game stretch, Randall averaging 21.3, 9.1 rebounds, and four assists on 60 and shooting. I mean, those are big, big numbers. It seems like just it seems like a week ago that like we were like that game when you played what eight minutes against the Rockets or like uh, yep. dead duck. I had somebody was trying to give me him, you know, not give me him, but I think yeah. it was. Jamal Murray and somebody else, and I, I didn't pull the trigger for a while, um, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's it's, that's what happens with uh, the trade deadline. Like when Larry Lance went away, is, yep, yep, is Randall Jackpot that, City. That, that, to, 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 in my defense, that's what I was worried about. You know, he could have got. There was a likelihood that he was going to get shipped in early February. The assumption was he was going to get traded, or you know, now it looks like he's a real cornerstone of, of that franchise going forward. Sure, so. uh, and then also too, Brandon Ingram going out also helps him. Yes, yes. So. Yes. He's peaking right now, but it looks like he's going to be pretty good the rest of the way. Uh, Denver-wise, kind of folded late, especially defensively. They gave up 35 points in the fourth. Um, Wilson Chandler's kind of been hot, and we've been saying this. like He's been way, way better than we thought. Um, Jamal Murray, I'm sorry, uh, Gary Harris, rare off-shooting night for him. Um, yeah, it kinda, we kind of got this team figured out now. Uh, Will Barton was terrible, too, but... Another guy, Will Barton, um, he's had, what, I think two duds in his last four. But besides that, over his last, like, 15 games, I feel like he's just been money every night. Yes. But his usage was, was down on Sunday. But, um, yeah, he's kind of cold right now, actually. Uh, you think it's Wilson Chandler? No. He's just no. off. He's just he's yeah. shooting 35% from the field over his last five. He'll right. be fine. He'll be fine. He's one of those guys that'll, that'll uh, build blips on the radar. Yeah. Uh, okay, so move on. Let's start with the earlier. Anything you want to add there? No, nah, I think you got it. Good game to start the night. Uh, Indy and Philly. Big game for Indy. Big win. Oh, Depot was off the whole night. He hit the six step back three on Rocco um, to oh, pretty much not ice it, but it was the biggest shot of the game. Um, injury here. Demonte Sabonis went down, and Miles Turner's been hot yep. lately. So if you have Miles, man, and we've been saying all season, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now you're chilling. Uh, in March, minutes have been consistently good at 31.4, averaging 16.49, 1. 1.4 blocks, 0. 0.7 steals, 1.43s, 57% from the field, 79% from the line. Like, that's delicious. That's like yep. Let, baby last cat. Four, last four, 21.3 points, 8, eight rebounds, 2.3 trays, 61% shooting. So 53% shooting from distance. So, um, yep, that's what – when you invested a second-round pick in him back in October, this is what you were hoping for. Yep, and that's the bonus thing. Just secures him even more, even if it's minor. 
Definitely. Um, after that, a bad injury when when Embiid fell on his ankle, that, that looked tough. Yeah. After that, I mean, they played five point three minutes together, him and Turner. So there's not too much up for grabs after that. We'll see Jefferson in the rotation, you know, maybe for thirteen-ish minutes. But even Bogdan benefits a little bit because they kind of go smaller with him. Um, they've closed with that lineup before with Bogdan as like kind of the de facto four. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not really interested in Trevor Booker, who did close. He played a lot of big defensive possessions last night, so I thought that was interesting. So I guess he's the add, but like that's not like no, like, you've got to be yeah. so deep here. Agreed. But I mean, eight, eight seven with like nothing else, I think he can do that. Yeah, uh, the EPCP's been beast on a permanent basis. He can be relatively productive. Yeah, um, Sixers wise, we were saying last night. Um, I was chatting with um, Jonas and Steve. And we were thinking, like, how it's it. We went from the the Sixers were one of the hardest teams to blurb, like three years ago. It was like, an, it was like, oh, I don't want the Sixers. You take them. Yeah. Now they're easy. Like we we know what they are every night. It feels like. Yep. So I don't. We, I'm good. Like I don't even need to talk about this if you don't want to. Nah. We we exactly like you said. You know what you get. Yeah. We know we know the deal with them. Um, another good game to start the night. Minnesota. Another huge win from them. And by the way, man, Den- I mentioned Denver's loss. Like, that is even worse because every other team they're in the hunt with won last night. Yep. San, San Antonio won. Utah won. Clippers won. Timberwolves won. New Orleans won. OKC won. Like, like oh, bad, bad night for Denver. So, yes. um, anyways, uh, I'll let you kick off first uh, for Minnesota. Like, b is just a baller. I mean. Yes. Yeah, and just the minutes wise, I mean, this is and uh, in, in fantasy, as we know, and in all fantasy sports, whether it's a um, an average running back that gets eighteen to twenty two carries a game, that's a guy you want over a superior talent that's stuck in a timeshare, you know. Um, and and and, be, and and since Butler's gone down, I mean, the guy's seen thirty eight, thirty nine, forty one, forty two minutes a night. Um, and last night, uh, as you mentioned, seventeen points, eight rebounds, seven assists. Um, I played him in a bunch of DFS lineups, and he, and he came through. Um, he's one of those guys that that has such a high floor, um, you know, on a, on a in a situation where he's going to get a ton of minutes. It's it's really uh you know it, it's he's a chalky play, but um, you still got to run him out there. Yeah, Teague's off ball guard a lot. Um, Wiggins is not a ball distributor. Towns is getting better, but he's not there yet. Like the opportunity is so there for him. Um, yeah, it looks like we got him for at least a couple more weeks to so just lock him in, uh, and then after that we kind of know the deal. Right, Towns a monster. Yeah, yeah. Huge three, huge three for him in the corner to kind of see. And then Bielitsa, he had about two and a half minute stretch. He scored ten by himself. That like brought them up to a huge lead. So, um, I mean, like we we talked about the Wizards for a hot second. Like I mentioned, Marquise Morris, he'll cool off and walk on his back, and yeah, just keep rolling out Sadoransky, but ticking time bomb. Yep. Um, he may have deep value, but um, obviously he won't be the stud that he's been. Uh, we'll do one more because I, I want to talk with the Knicks, and we'll switch with Ryan. Um, also, you, what did you see with the Knicks? Anything that uh, you took away from this one? Um, nothing crazy. Um, you know, I, you know, Beasley at twenty-one points off the bench. That's what he'll do. Um, you know, give you some decent production here and there, and then and kind of disappear for a night or two. Um, Trey Burke played well, got hot, sixteen points, um, got hot in the second half. Um, Hardaway's been disappointing. 
um, especially from from distance. Um, only one of six. Uh, he's been a poor three point shooter all season. Um, and uh, you know, Cantor, 15 boards, but only three points. Knicks are kind of a mess right now. Um, one takeaway is Courtney Lee is definitely drop worthy if you've been hanging on to him for whatever reason. Um, and he was a stud over the first half of the season. I mean, the guy was. I want to say top seventy. Yeah, in, I was going to say six round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was up there. Um, Fifteen minutes last night, one field goal attempt, zero points, zero rebounds, one assists, um, and unfortunately, that's kind of been par for the course. Not that bad, um, but close to that bad. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a uh, you know cut and leave for somebody else at this stage of the yeah, game. Yeah, pretty much all the guards. Like, if you need to stream, just drop them. Yep. Like, yes. L- literally any guard, they're all just stream yes. options to me. Um, one more thing with the mask. I didn't watch this game, um, but I couldn't quite figure out why Dwight Powell only played nine minutes. Um, I mean, he's been so, 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 so good. And then that was shocking to me. I mean, he didn't have fouls. I didn't see anything about injuries. Like, do you have any insight in that? I didn't hear anything. I didn't see anything. I just saw, you know, that that Dorian Finney-Smith was going to start over him, which was weird in and of itself. Um, Warney played pretty well, got 12 minutes on the bench. I guess that ate ate into his time. Mm. Um, Noel was decent. Um, but maybe it's a kind of a, um, an attempt at, you know, some, you know, a little bit of a tanking by, by Carlisle, um, is the really only thing I can think of, because like you said, he's been really, really productive, um, not just in fantasy, but, you know, in terms of real life production too. So, um, it was really surprising to see, um, him only get, uh, you know, less than nine minutes. Definitely don't drop him. Um, let him yes. go one, let him, if he goes one more though, you know, and you need those games, actually they're off for a couple of days, man. Like if you're in a really bad spot, I mean I don't know. I would hate to do it, but I'd hate to too. But if you, you know, if you need to win, you know, if you got a playoff, life or death playoff situation, you know, and some guy has you know three games over the next four nights or two games, yeah. over the, and, um, it's not a crazy thought. Yeah, they're off till Friday, right? So that's a couple of days off. Then they get the Friday Saturday back to back. So yeah, you, you can hold it. Yeah. yeah, if you can hold it till Saturday, and you're. you're Play that back to back, then you could adjust and drop them on Sunday easily for the last day. Um, okay, so that'll do it here. I'm gonna have Ryan on a second, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, buddy. Okay, so moving right along, we're gonna continue with some recaps and tie in some other things. What's up, Ryan? How's it going, man? Uh, it's going well. Busy night last night, huh? Yeah, uncharacteristically busy night. Uh, so we gotta pick up the pace. Um, yeah. So let's just. So you, how we, I, already went through some of these games, right? Yeah, we went through the early ones and then the the late game because uh, we went to talk to Lakers uh, who are playing tonight. But um, nice. we do have an update. So while we did the crossover, I noticed that Al Horford is out. Um, so that changes things. That means that puts Greg Monroe firmly on the board. Baines is an option. That makes Marcus Morris look really good. Jason Tatum also has a back injury. He's probable. That puts Semi Ojale on the board. Um, I think that locks in Abdul Nader for minutes, uh, and they may even bring Allen, uh, and they may even start Larkin. Uh, they're, this team is just cut on depth right now. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to start Baines to counter Gortat, and, but the Celtics can go so many different directions with their small lineups that I guess, like, for DFS, I'm not against streaming Monroe, um, just because he's a kind of points per minute guy that that you like in dfs um decent streaming option in roto i guess i'd rather play him than baines put it that way yep same here yeah i mean he's gonna get he's got 20 in the bag now i think yeah for sure and really all he needs is low 20s and he he should hit value um 
Marcus Morris, as you already mentioned, he's he should be a, a lock for huge minutes too. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully if Tatum plays, he'll be on the board too. It's just a probable tag. Um, but yeah, uh, okay. So let's get down to this. Um, we'll, we'll kind of fly through the stuff we don't need to fly like, that's not really relevant. Um, the Raptors' second unit is insane. We've talked about this for months now. Um, they have a back-to-back coming up, so uh, I'm probably thinking about adding DeLon Wright and streaming him um, after today. Um, they play Thursday, Friday, so they're so good. They they turned that game around versus the Nets. It was looking ugly in the first half, and then yeah, the Raptors just did did what they've been doing all season. Such such an impressive uh, second unit, and I'm I'm with you. I like their reserves. I've been I've had Pirtle in a bunch of leagues. I've had Van Vliet in leagues. Um, and with their, they have a favorable schedule. Although you got to look out because there's a two-game week coming up. So yeah. uh, just just be aware that if you do pick them up to stream them for their four games, you're gonna get hit on the flip side of that. Yep, it's all it's pretty much keep stream or cut. You know, it's in streams you're just cutting. And then the, most of those Raptors, I think Van Vliet's the only guy you really and, and Pirtle. But like Miles is kind of a stream, right to stream. Siakam I would yes, yeah, Siakam. Even I've streamed him a couple times. Yeah, Hurdle's getting back to blocking chops. So that's a good thing. <laughs> that was funny when you wrote that when like his consecutive block streak, and then that day he doesn't block a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, thir- at least a block in thirteen straight games, and then I made him the cover boy for <laughs> for specialists, and he didn't get one. Of course. Um, Nets wise, Russell was hot early. He had twenty four in the first half. Finished with thirty two. Shooting the ball a lot better. Turnovers are kind of better. And then we saw Dante Cunningham start for Jared Allen, my boy, who I guess is cut now. I mean, if you need to cut him, I guess you kind of have to, right? I mean, if you need games now, like, that's rough. You can't have a guy who's – people ask me about dropping him. Like, I guess now you kind of have to if you need games. He was was already kind of inconsistent heading into this. And if you're relying on on your center and, you you know, he's – capable of giving you four boards and no blocks on a night yeah there's just not enough consistent upside there so sadly i think in redraft it might be time yeah especially considering the nets they're not exactly the type of team that rushes anybody back yeah. how um, do you feel about damari carroll because he was red hot for a while kind of a must own and yeah. he's had two, two bad games in a row minutes kind of trending down i'm not loving him with with rhj back and levert um i i think I would still hold him this week, but he's no longer like a must-own guy for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, obviously, Ronda coming back has really put a dent in his value, which we expected. Not maybe not to this degree, but um, yeah, looking at their schedule, they're, I mean, they're off t- today and tomorrow. So, I mean, if you're if he's one of your worst two or three guys in your team and you want to pick up somebody, like I'm cool with that. But. Um, Friday, Saturday, back to back. So, like, they, them and the Mavericks have kind of the same schedule the rest of the week. Yeah, and the Nets have four games, but then again, so does I think seventy percent of the league this week. So it's not a not a huge advantage. Yeah. So yeah, it just depends. But he's definitely moved off the the must own territory for sure. Uh, I'm good there, I guess. And I'm still I, I fully believe in Dinwiddie all the way. Just for the record. Yeah, I but think he'll bounce back. He's kind of cold, but. He's still producing in the counting stats. Kind of like Roko-esque, I guess. Um, I guess we're good there. Let's kind of move on. OKC injury here. Paul George, groin injury. Um, getting uh, evaluated again today, so we don't know what's up with that. Obviously, um, that's a mega blow. Uh, a guy who we talked about a lot this weekend, that was Corey Brewer. 
If you streamed him, man, like like I said, that Monday Tuesday stream for Brewer is in a great spot, and he hit hard. Like I, I was a, I'm, that gave me such a leg up in my defensive stats. Yeah, uh, with his sixteen and six, two steals and a block on Monday, and then seven, four assists, three steals, two blocks and a three yesterday. Um, it, my friends and I, we were chatting about this. I was like, Yo, does Brewer have value now with the poor Paul George thing? Oh yeah, I mean. Brewer, as you, as you said, he already has. Uh, this is a place where I might want to draw a line between Roto and points leagues, because in points leagues, he's not very good. Um, but he's been, I think, top 100 easily since the break for for a Roto value 8-cat, 9-cat, so I, I'd pick him up where he's available. Yeah, um, especially with this George thing. Uh, and then the other winner last night who started the second half, that was Jeremy Grant. He was just a yeah, energetic the whole way. Um, I know you watched this game more so than I did. Anything that you else you took away from this one? Yeah, well, obviously Stephen Adams was out, which was huge. Um, they started Dakari at center, but he only lasted seven minutes, so it was pretty much all Grant um, in a small lineups down the stretch, and yeah, he he made the most of it. But it it was kind of a perfect storm situation for him. The twenty points were a season high, so I'm not reading into it too much, um, especially with Adams day-to-day. Yeah, they closed with Westbrook, Brewer, Mello, Grant, and Raymond Felton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, depending on how deep you are, like, Felton's a beneficiary from this George thing as, as much as, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not saying he's like, but if you're like, super deep, um, he's on the board if they play in like a light night or something. Uh, Hawks-wise, messy, messy situation here. Um, I'll let you go. What do you, what do you think on this one? Uh, Messi doesn't begin to describe it. Yeah, they're they're just a disaster. And uh, Schroeder's back, but he was also grabbing his elbow late in this game, so you want to keep an eye on that. Um, one strong positive was Torian Prince had another good game against the Thunder because uh, he was coming off a huge game against the Bulls, but that was without Schroeder against a terrible defense. So kind of easy to not write off, but, but say, well, maybe he can't duplicate this. But he had a big game versus OKC. Um, yeah, anyone relying on Dorsey for streaming value got burned bad last night. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, he played the third fewest minutes on the team last night. And he was behind, uh, ahead of only, I think it was, who was it? Oh, Tyler Cavanaugh came back. He'd been out since, since early January. Um, and he, so he and Damian Lee making his NBA debut, the only players who played fewer minutes than Tyler Dorsey, so... To me, if you picked him up to stream him, just cut him and don't look back. Yeah, you got very badly burned like Mustafa from the Austin Powers movies or something. What? Remember that? He's like, ah, I'm very badly burned, though. No. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, when, when Damian Lee is your number three scorer, like, you got problems. So, <laughs> yeah. You're starting on the team and scoring. So, yeah, it's tough, man. Like, uh, Prince, obviously. Collins, I trust. I, I still kind of trust Deadman. Uh, and Schroeder, obviously, when he's healthy. Muscala, we trust him a little bit. I mean, he's been pretty decent. Muscala could be good. Deadman, I honestly think, if you look at what Tyler Cavanaugh was doing in early January, he was playing a lot of minutes. He was getting minutes in the mid-20s. Actually, you know, had some fantasy relevance. And I feel like the Hawks are going to start finding him more minutes, which could push John Collins more to the five. So I'm not super high on Deadman. I'm with you. Hold on to him. See if he can hang in there with value, but 
I'm ready to cut bait if if there's any sign that he's trending down. Totally agree. That's kind of how you got to live your life right now. It's like when you sense yeah, trouble, don't worry, don't you don't you rather be early. Like you, usually you're not going to get burned too badly if you make it. You know, if you're dropping a guy for a reason. So, um, yeah. but yeah, his, his last five. I mean, he's uh, basically eight and seven, one point four steals, one point four blocks, on perfect like perfect foul shooting and fifty five percent in the field. Like that's delicious. So, but yeah, if he if you start seeing him hit like if he hits like twenty two back to back, then I'm like, all right, I'm out or like yeah. twenty two under. But yeah, and sorry, I, I skipped over Muscala, but for sure he's definitely on the radar. He's hitting threes, gets enough rebounds, some defensive stats. He had two blocks last night. Um, so absolutely keep an eye on him and hey at some point maybe even make the switch from deadman if the minutes start to start to flip-flop yeah um clippers and bulls really nothing going on here with the clippers um deandre jordan one off his career high for uh assists um just killing it he's got like tw- uh, 19 rebounds per game over his last six um shooting the ball pretty decent i think he's like 66 percent from the line which is good for him um he's on fire lou williams as well like he may not start but who cares um and yeah, that's kind of it. Like, there's nothing really to say. Do you want to add yeah. anything? No, Lou gets it done. I love his th- uh, 13 to 14 at the line, which is just awesome for Roto. He's one of the one of those few guys who can really just carry week week after week and uh, weighted free throw percentage. So just an unheralded part of his game. Uh, Tobias Harris continues to just roll with the Clippers. Um, he's been top 40 in points league since the break. He's he's getting it done. Yeah. Uh, so still good. still no Boban <laughs> and uh Harold's faded. Yeah, there's not really a lot to to like about that. should talk Harold. Is he droppable or what? I mean, that's his minutes have trended down hard in each of his last 3. 31 I'd to 20 th- to 14 to 11. Like that's a sharp trend. Yeah, and he was making his free throws for a while which helped, but I'm skeptical about that 63 percent career 65 on the season so you knew that was going to come down uh the minutes are coming down so even though he continues to make almost every shot he takes if he's only taking four shots a game it's not going to get it done yeah and then gallo Um, possibly coming back and could undo him as well so yeah his rest of season outlook doesn't look too great anymore yeah unless you're specifically trying to get a little boost in field goal percentage i'm okay moving on there yeah. I mean, I'd rather own Muscala at this point. It's, yeah, I'd say the same for overall Roto, yeah. for sure. Uh, so, Bulls, we got news that Laurie Marketing's not even going to travel to Memphis for their next game on Thursday, so that doesn't bode well for him to play, even for the rest of the week. Um, Noah Vonley started, shot, shot the ball 11 times, including five three-pointers, missed all of them. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to wind up streaming Vonley in a couple um, I mean, we're talking deep, um, but he's on the board as a stream. Uh, we saw Antonio Blakeney take basically holidays minutes, and then the old Robin Lopez play the whole first quarter and then dip out. Um, that's the <laughs> right now, um, which benefited Felicia, who benefits from the marketing thing because Portis is going to play a lot uh, more four. So he's a slight winner. You're obviously not going to roll the dice on Felicia unless you're like super desperate. But And Levine's cold as heck right now. Yeah, I mean, you you basically summed it up, and yeah. <laughs> it's just so messy because the league, you know, warned the Bulls not to keep resting healthy guys, so they're they're plugging in Robin Lopez as just like a placeholder, <laughs> doing that curious thing where they play him the entire first quarter and then bench him. So there's going to be ups and downs. I don't trust Felicio at all. Portis, obviously, big winner here, um, and Vonla, like you said, if you want to stream him in a deep league, fine, but. 
I don't think he's going to be leading Yahoo in ads this week. Yeah. What about Nawaba? Uh, his minutes were up, had a pretty good game with two blocks, a steal, 15 points. Uh, Holiday didn't play, but you would think Holiday probably plays the next one or else Adam Silver may be calling. So I don't, I, I'm not, like, if he's sitting on the wire, like, he's cool. I'm, I'm down to stream him tomorrow, but, like, he's pretty much a stream at this point. Yeah, uh, agreed. No one, no one you need to own. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on to kind of the later-ish games. Uh, Anthony Davis is good. That's my analysis. Um, and then, yeah, like, it's nothing. I mean, Rondo is pretty good. I, I, excellent, excuse me. Like, are you, I don't know. Like, at, this team also is kind of figured out right now. We don't really need to dig into it. Yeah, Rondo has been, yeah, terrific. Uh, guy I plucked off the wire in one twelve team league. I was thrilled about that. Early in the season, of course, um, but he stayed healthy. He's getting it done on top sixty in points leagues since the break, so no one's complaining. Nice racking them up. Um, the Hornets, as I said multiple times, are the most annoying team or boring team to talk about. Um, but Batum went off. That's anything you want to add? Uh, Frank Kaminsky continues to be irritating to the point where, like, you want to pick him up because he's had a couple good games. The moment you do, he'll go zero of five. Um, kind of like his teammate Marvin Williams. So, <laughs> but guys are peas in a pod. I hate this team. Uh, Kid Gilchrist, disappointing all year. That's not changing. No, they're kind of, you know, the book's been written on the Hornets, I think. Yep. Uh, Kaminsky's kind of benefiting from the Zeller injury, and they've also ditched Willie Hernan Gomez. So, we'll see what, the, you, what that changes. Yeah. Do you think that the Hornets at some point will finally just throw in the towel and start playing Malik Monk and guys like this. We talked, yeah, we've kind of hinted at it. We've been waiting. I think once they're like officially eliminated, then I'm worried. But um, for now, just keep rolling with it. Um, Orlando got blown out early. Um, yeah, this is bad, um, which led to some subpart lines. I still believe in Jonathan Isaac. They ran a lot of screens for him. Um, kind of like Jared Allen-esque, I guess, where they run a lot of high screens to get the offense going. Like I thought, I was encouraged. Uh, bad game from Juice, Jonathan Simmons. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this this team they scored seventy two points, so like there's not going to be a lot to like here. But um, yeah, I, I still believe we still believe. Um, you know, back to back tonight, uh, and then they put then they're off tomorrow, and then they play again Friday. So yeah, they're they're droppable. If, if um, I'm streaming, I'm streaming Mac tonight in a league. And I'm cutting him like right at seven. Like I know, I'm, I know, yeah. I'm cutting him right at seven. You you would stream him ahead of Augustine? Uh, over D, uh, DJ's own now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah but yeah, it's, Simmons. I'd say keep the faith. Um, as you mentioned, this was a blowout, so none of their starters played more than 28 minutes. Um, Bad Simmons had revenge game, man. Uh, yeah. Homecoming seriously. game against or return game against the Spurs and. Yeah, Simmons had two turnovers and three fouls. Two, both turnovers and two of his fouls occurred within like four minutes, um, and then he kind of settled down. Just couldn't get his shots to drop, but yeah. he'll be fine. I think he started one of four. He had like one of four, two turnovers in like the first like four or five minutes or something. Um, Spurs again, like I'm, I'm good. You could, if you want to say something great, or we could skip it. <laughs> uh, we can skip the Spurs. Yeah, I'm good. Um, pretty much, you, you guys, you guys, I don't even say anything. Um, Detroit, I could just skip. Um, although, actually, I mean, Kennard, I guess, you buying that with Reggie Bullock being hurt. Like, they're going to need, they need to Bullock out there for shooting three. So, Kennard fits. I still don't. He's a rookie, and he's an off the bench rookie shooting guard. Like, that's three things that are, <laughs> tend to go with the inconsistency. So, yeah, careful. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I if I had to make a case for him, I'd say he's got the green light to shoot three pointers. He'll help you if he gets to the free throw line, which he doesn't do all that often. Um, and over the past three games, he's averaging almost thirty three minutes um, over five and a half boards a game. So. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely worth a look just because he's getting the minutes and Stan Van Gundy keeps talking him up as the most talented wing player and all this, but um, not not must-own at all, but yeah. he's he's on, he's on the radar. I'd take him over some of the other guys you're talking about. I'd probably rather stream him than Shelvin Mack if they were playing. Yeah, I'm with that. Uh, and the Pistons are dead now. Not officially, but they're not making the playoffs. So. No, they've been terrible lately, so I could see Kennard averaging 32 the rest of the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, Utah, Rudy Gobert is just beasting right now. Um, I, lo- I love him right now. Him, him and a lot of people went Gobert, Turner, Bang yeah. Bang. And like I was a, I was an advocate of that, like picking 12, just go Bang Bang and get it. Like now, whoa, it was bumpy. Like If you made the playoffs and you had those two, man, things were yeah. real nice. It's been Gobert, Miles Turner, and Hassan Whiteside giving owners headaches for most of the year. But, man, as you mentioned, two of those three are just surging right now. Yeah. And Hassan was playing well before his injury. So. Yep, he was. Uh, I'm good there. Like um, Down game for Mitchell, but you're fine. Crow- what about Crowder? I think Crowder's worth owning, man. Yeah, I said that for for over a week now, at least. Yeah. Um, just because he's playing multiple positions basically their sixth man um the fit with favors and gobert's isn't always great depending on matchups so i think crowder gives them a lot of versatility uh he's hitting his threes defensive stats yeah he's got his mojo back yep definitely like the sticking austin with the austin version. powers theme <laughs> nicely done <laughs> um all right so i think we're good there uh phoenix this team i we we mentioned yesterday but like i we talked about a hot um like how Philly's easy to blurb now. I mentioned that on the pod when Tommy was on. I hate Bourbon Phoenix now. There's just just such a mess. Like Alex well, Alex Len played five minutes. Mike, join the club. Yeah. I I think I think you used to like them because you yeah. live live in Arizona and, and enjoy the Suns, but they've been a headache for quite a while. Yeah. Well I like a I like a challenge. Yeah, you know? that's fair. And now it's just I'm just done. I'm over it now. <laughs> but Damn. um yeah, Warren fell, um, landed on his shoulder. He's got the back thing, so keep an eye out on that. Um, Bender, it, I, I'm done with Bender. I'm done with Chris. I'm done with Len. Um, Jack Harrison, disappointing with 11 minutes. Thought he played pretty well. Had a steal like, right when he checked in. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm pretty much just roll out there with Jackson, Warren, Alfred, and Booker, and then that's it. Like I don't want anybody else. Yeah, and even Peyton's taken a step back since his red-hot start with Phoenix, yeah. but that was predictable with Booker back. Um, yeah, you basically said it. I, I don't even want to answer questions about Marquise Chris and Bender at this point. I don't either. <laughs> I'm so I don't want to hear Alex Lund's name or see it spelled out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Stick with those core guys and call it a day. All right, so moving to Cleveland again, pretty much garbage time here, but uh, Larry Nance did tweak his hammy, which led to the Holland, John Holland getting big minutes. Um, so we'll figure out what's up with that, but trip predictable there. Like we know Jeff Green, Clarkson, Hill, Corver, J.R. Smith, who went to the bench. Um, that's going to be happening for a while. But um, yeah, kind of is what it is. 
So. Yeah, and the Nance thing, I'm not sure how severe it is. He said he's fine, but of course players always tend to say that. Uh, Ty Lu mentioned that he'd been dealing with it for a few days, so it's possible he sits out Thursday. But he's been too good to cut, obviously. And unless he's ruled out for an extended period, I don't think this moves the needle on Zizic or uh, Holland or anyone else or Jeff Green, even anyone who could pick up more minutes with him out. Yeah. All right. Guess that's anything else you want to add here? LeBron James is pretty good. Um, yeah, triple like double in a, with defensive stats and a blowout. I'll take that. Yeah, he's uh, um, that was epic miss on my part, man. I wanted no part of LeBron, and I missed that one. Uh, yeah, against but, the Suns, I'm always ready to queue queue him up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I just mean like for season long. But then again, I mean, I, I had da- like I had Dame over LeBron was like my hot take, I guess. It's not, uh, like okay. not like that looks bad. Like, Dane's been awesome. Yeah. Especially lately. Uh, okay. So, we are out of here on that. You guys enjoy a super light four-game Friday. Uh, four, four, I'm so excited. I can't even talk. Um, four-game <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, so, you guys take care. Thanks for coming on, Ryan. You got it, Mike. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.